0: Download, bet, win. I gotta tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're in Colorado or in Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, or right here in sweet Virginia, sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free, $500 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download, bet, win, and let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. I used to love walking around with this motherfucker named Trevor. I mean, he looked, Google Trevor GTA, you might know who I'm talking about. Legitimately, when I saw him push Chris Paul last night at almost midnight, laying in bed, I was like, that is just how I used to push people in the street with Trevor on Grand Theft Auto when I was tired of the objective or I had forgotten what I was supposed to do and I found myself in another part of town. I'd just try to get some stars. This pod is about change. This pod is about uncertainty. But this pod is a good pod. This is a positive pod, dude. We've got a
1: great guest for you today, and that guest is going to be all the fun you have
0: yeah, it's listening Ke- it's, to the show. The, the guest is Kevin Bacon and Hollow Man, if you're picking up what I'm putting down. Couldn't come up with a guest today, I'm just gonna put that one out there. But well, there's so much good news, there's barely room for a guest. We had some big time guests call and say, I heard about the Blue Wire news. Can we be on the pod? And we are like, oh, there's not a lot of room. There's just so much good news that we have to talk about.
1: We wanted to break it back down, get down to the foundation. Yep. Uh, when we started, what? The five, the five pillars. The five pillars. Uh, passion, unity, servanthood, thankfulness. Did I say humility? Did you? No, you didn't, but you just nailed bang, it, bang, dude. Bang, bang. So we wanted to get get back to basics you know you sign a big deal do you go after the charles barkley nah nah it's you and me cause. they invested
0: in us we want to give the people what they want this is not and we're going to get into this in a minute like this is not you know well it's something like the first year after a contract the big contract your player just perpetually disappoints you uh and a bunch of new people are probably tuning in so if uh if You're a Blue Wire listener that stumbled upon our pod. Thank you. It's usually better. It's usually better. We're sandbagging. uh, And the difference between us and that player that makes a fuck ton of money and then starts mailing it in is we're not mailing it in. We're really trying today.
1: Oh, and and the fuck ton of money part, at least on this side of the the table.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, I said change. I said uncertainty. Obviously we're gonna talk about the new deal change. Maybe not much change uncertainty i'm going to montana here soon in a couple days Kenny pals
1: remember when your uh, family said they were they were heading out for the weekend yeah got the same little feeling going on over here
0: uh, when i when my family left and i got like uh, just a little bit of hey a a tingly, some me time yeah tingly feeling you're feeling the same and, way
1: hey, none intended and i hope none taken
0: no not at all i'm more thinking about montana
1: but yeah it's like hey the boss has gone for
0: I don't, I don't think of myself like. as the boss. I think about us as mutual sidekicks. So anyways, there's a lot of good energy going on. New deal. I mean, like I, I, there's everything in the universe is just aligning right now. I feel like I need to check my horoscope. I was on Ricky Williams pod recently, which was marvelous. Um, and he was selling me on horoscopes. I think I'm believing in it. I don't know if it's the, uh, super moon energy going on. I think we, we have so many fucking super moons these days. It's like super moon inflation, and I love it. I got no problem with it. Um, I'm a cancer, get it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> this show's gonna be an ego boost, and so we're gonna need to take breaks. Taylor's in today, substitute producer. Taylor, uh, who you guys haven't met yet, has been working hard behind the scenes. He's been shadowing Cowboy Reed. He's like a little gaucho.
1: Now, Taylor might be the best producer this land has ever known, but just so we're clear, just so we're clear, sign a new deal, follow it up with no guest, no producer, and the producer goes on
0: vacation. Yeah, the producer went on vacation. Some Sweet. Crunch, some crunchy ass. Crunchy spot, ass. Reed, wherever he is. Um, so we're gonna need to take a couple humility breaks as the show goes on. Taylor will uh, nudge us, you know, towards bringing it back down to earth a little bit. And uh, today with the 7-1 news, the new laws in the state of Virginia that make it easier to smoke a plant, uh, Studio J is in full full effect here mm. and Macon will need to try to, to, to drive this train to keep it moving. So you're the conductor today. All aboard.
1: Mississauga, Ontario. Hello. Whenever I say Mississauga, Ontario, I like to say Mississauga, Ontario, Canada, but I wouldn't say Charlottesville, Virginia, USA. Nope. So I cut out the Canada, I think that's how a real Canadian would do it. I'm sure we'll hear about it on the internet.
0: I'm sure we fucked it up somehow, but you're a big Blue Jays fan, so you're probably good there.
1: Yeah, well, Mississauga, a little southwest of uh, Torrentino there. What's the Blue Jays record? Yeah, 41 and 37. I think it's
0: 17 and 16 in my mind's eye. 41 and 37, dog. I'm never more than two games behind. Okay, got it. Don't ask me about the Phillies. Um, hey, anyways, can I do a hello thing? Hello! Hello, San Francisco. That was really good.
1: I think it might have been a touch overmodulated.
0: Okay, hold on. We'll a fix
1: it in post. Hello! Still overmodulated. Hello! Yeah, there you go. Okay, hello Staying within yourself.
0: Hello, Bay Area. H- hello, San Francisco. San Francisco is where Blue Wire Media was founded. So, you know, they're housed currently in Los Angeles. Their production arm is in Vegas, but hello, Vegas. LA. But Blue Wire is everywhere. Blue Wire is a network of sports podcasts. And we made a big announcement this week that we're kind of collaborating with these folks. We're moving on over. We're moving on up. And we're part of the Blue Wire team. And WinBet is coming on as our title sponsor of this Greenlight podcast. I know that Blue Wire has <laughs> brand new studios in Las Vegas. I know, which is exciting. And, uh, you know, um, we we when I saw that picture... Uh, the day that the news broke about us heading over to Blue Wire to join their um, expanse of wonderful podcasts, the hook, line, and sinker thing was they're ripping out brick and mortar shops in the wind, which is a place I've stayed for years, and they are putting in like content factories, places that we can go to do things like March Madness, the NFL Draft, like activations, IRL stuff, okay? IRL. That's sick. That's uh, in real
1: life. 90% of the feedback I've gotten from friends and family in light of the, the news is, um, are you, will you be going to Vegas?
0: Right. Well, and that, when? It depends on who's asking you right. how you answer, huh? Right, right. What happens when your lovely wife asks her? Does she even know uh, that we, we've signed oh, with Oh, no, 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 she, she doesn't. Actually,
1: yeah, she caught you on IG. She's gonna to know when, see,
0: when she sees you wearing that WinBet polo that I had on the other day. It's, you're swimming in it, and I appreciate the brand. It's an XL it's megaphone uh, that you are right now. You got Waterboys on the dome. You got WinBet on the titty.
1: I'm I'm just I'm uh, what's his face? I'm
0: Ricky Bobby, baby. And in the spirit of that, I you know I, I do want to say this. Listen, like in all seriousness, and I don't say this enough on air. The other day, you know, we had this beautiful kind of rendition of me. They made me look better looking than I am and they put me up there with the blue wire number one pick jersey, which was cool. And it made me feel warm inside and wanted. But you weren't on that thing. Oh, I, I, I noticed that. No, I know yeah. you, I'm no, sure you I did. Know. I know that, that, that I'm the name, but this show could not be what it is without making Gunner. So Taylor, little two man round of applause while well, it's three because Macon's clapping for himself. The, uh, Dr. Fax is in the other room. Dr. Fax is back today. If you're, a, if, you're a, if you're a ground floor listener, you know who Dr. Fax is. He's been out for the pandy. Dr. Fax is going to be on the show today. So yes, big ups, as they'd say to my wonderful co-host. One of the best in the land, if not the best. I only say that because I don't listen to other podcasts. Otherwise, I could, I could, with authority, say that he's the best in the land.
1: Well, thanks. I guess uh, I didn't. I, I don't know if you noticed that we were in the newspaper today.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: And um, there is a picture of both of us.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: My, uh, I don't know who. I didn't sign off on this picture. My legs are crossed in such a way. I don't even know how they. I don't know how they you got. You really quite a
0: twisty thing I there. Mean, it's you like cross the, and twist.
1: Yeah. So that was weird. It was a dope. You dopey look like smile. a you're
0: fucking from the waist down you look like a twizzler. The way it's all wrapped around and like intertwined. Those are yeah. your legs. They're just they just keep wrapping around each other.
1: And so I'm not mentioning the article, no big deal.
0: Left leg looks like a vine growing on a fucking a sapling.
1: And I was trying to keep the uh Venn Saplings, diagram. Right, right leg. The uh the people who read newspapers in central Virginia yeah, away yeah. from the pod yes that's now no longer doable. that's a
0: scary thing that's funny because when you think about people that read newspapers they're older more like conservative type people and I, I hate to use the c word right now but i mean conservative ideologically like they don't like hosts of podcasts smoking dope they don't know what podcasts are they might want to buy some real estate so thank you for taking those risks
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. My name was there in the, in the caption, I reckon. So yeah. um, hmm.
0: But we couldn't be here without you, man. This is, I know a lot of listeners and I should be like the first person, the first people I should be thanking are the, the listeners like you guys have, listen, we turned this thing on, uh, this microphone on like two years ago, right? And if you're sitting there like rolling your eyes, we're not going to celebrate for fucking seven pods. We're just going to milk it for a second. We just signed a new deal. Macon knows me. I, I barely pay attention to good stuff that happens in my life. I'm too ADD, you know? Um, but I do want to take a day and just say like we've come a long way. The the people that have listened to our pod from the beginning when it was like dog shit in the beginning and I didn't know what I was doing and Macon knew what he was doing kind of, but I didn't know what I was doing. And I've grown a lot as a podcaster. I know you've grown like this is something that we started from the ground up with zero podcast experience, not me. Make, you had ironically the most media experience um, with your resume in Virginia sports, but our, produ- our producers you know, haven't worked on podcasts before. Um, we haven't. Uh, we kind of threw this thing together and I feel like now the coolest thing about that deal, the money's cool, we're gonna have more money to play with, we can keep the lights on. We can do IRL shit, you guys heard about that stuff. There's, there's a, a, a factory for us, there's a playground waiting for us at the win. There's other awesome podcasts on the Blue Wire Network that we can kind of collaborate and cross pollinate with. That stuff's all awesome. But if I'm being honest, as a competitor, as somebody who wants our product to be great and wants you to be happy with it, I feel like we can all look at it and be like, yo, this is cool, Like we're, we're a commodity. Like people are buying what we're selling. And so in the spirit of that, I just want to say, we're not selling anything fucking different. Nothing's changing. The only thing that's gonna change is we're gonna get better. We're gonna get better and better and better, and more people are gonna to listen to our podcast because of the exposure, they're like Blue Wire, and the wind's gonna give us, and the other podcasts on the Blue Wire network. Like, so if you're a ground floor passenger on this train, all aboard, okay? You should be proud of that. Thank you for sitting through some really dog shit podcasting by myself, not so much making, and uh, a really steep learning curve that we've kind of had to climb.
1: All right, I'll give you like eight seconds of uh, of the reel. Yeah. Congrats, congrats, congrats to you. I, I know you work very hard at this. Um, it might at times look like we cut open the mics and just talk and. Yeah, ultimately that's what it comes down to, but you work really hard at this and uh, it's paying off and, and congrats. I'm just along
0: for the ride. That's just uh, some, you're doing no. a whole press conference thing. Don't be, you're, you're the key. Hey, you're the glue. Hey, the first one you ever did, you said, hey, you want to look at this? And I said,
1: sure. And it was great. But it was uh, it was two hours of you looking into like one camera with notes in your lap. You're yeah. like, shuffling through them, yeah. and the content is excellent. Yeah, but there's no second voice in the room to laugh at your jokes and you're a funny cat. Be, to
0: be real though, you yeah. did. You, I did say, "Hey, check out what we're doing." And you offered your services. So for 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 Oh,
1: I offered my critique, I think.
0: Oh no, 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 no. We we gotta get this straight because all the days you you sitting here in the bit, I know sometimes It's not the, a bit the, the all the almighty bit of you acting like you don't wanna be here. You said to me Listen, it wouldn't hurt if you had somebody to sit back in the back and laugh at your jokes, yes, and kind of like make Facts. sure everything's working well. Facts. So you did offer your services. No, that's
1: not offering my services. Oh, I, it's not. I, I said you, you just placed need yourself voice. in a chair,
0: and then next thing you know, like Pangea, you just you and just then my moved. guy
1: here, and then my guy here says, "Hey, maybe do you want to sit in?" I like. Oh, I'll well, give I a did shot. that.
0: No, I did. I yeah. moved you to co-host. Okay. I think you thought you'd be sitting in the back with like a GoPro strapped to yourself, like every. 36 minutes and looking up a score of a game. Nah, man, I need you as my co-host. Couple so, years later. Couple years later, and I gotta say this, this is payback from all those days in college when you used to make me ride in your white Jeep Grand Cherokee. Well, redact please. It, it's gone now, dude. We don't need to redact old vehicles. And you're sitting there and like back in the day, you used to do radio for high school or college. High school primarily. You did high school primarily basketball. You spotted for UVA basketball. But the pinnacle of my
1: career was the 2008 ACC Men's Basketball Tournament.
0: Yeah, I love what you're doing though. You used to make me sit in the car. We'd be like, hey, on our way to like a party or something or wherever. And instead of music, you would play your fucking. Play-by-play. Play-by-play from a high school gym. Like I could hear the squeaks. Oh yeah, I could hear the other pe- like
1: the, the famous high school gym that that was the Georgia Dome. Now this was the one time I do the college ACC tournament. Uh, 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 Bobby Fraser played for UNC. Yeah, this uh, is your Tyler one. Tyler Hansborough, your one
0: shining moment.
1: Ty Lawson, he was in a boot. That yeah. team went on to win the national yeah. title. But yes, I made you listen to my play by play. So
0: this is payback. That my long play, it was over a decade long, was to start a podcast, just so you had to sit in here and listen to me talk for two years. And I want you to know that this has been a bit, the entire (laughs) thing, and it's been payback, and I appreciate it because accidentally I decided we should just keep doing this forever because now we're a commodity. So payback's a bitch, man. You're stuck in that chair, and um, yeah. So again, today we had to to say, hey, how great are we? Because we don't do that a lot. We kind of hate ourselves, but today we feel pretty good. So, you know, it's good every once in a while. And for the new people, it gives you a little background on the fact that we have no idea what we're doing.
1: We are the number one middle school friend podcast in the world.
0: Fucking irrefutable. Yeah. Irrefutable. We Ooh. need a humility break. We need to tear each other down a little bit. We need to tear ourselves down.
3: Freight train's got to come to a stop real quick. <laughs> yeah, it's got a little, s- little maintenance check. We're
0: stopping at, 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 at self-loathing station real quick. Yeah.
1: Okay, I'll hit you with two. Yeah, go ahead. Our picture was in the paper, and the damn set is Cheeks. There's a picture of the set, and it still looks Cheeks. Okay, well, okay. It used to
0: look sick, and now it looks Cheeks. Guess what? When I get back from from, uh, from the Wild West, there's going to be a whole new set. Okay. But you're missing the point. Okay, we are supposed right. to tear ourselves no, down so here because we pumped ourselves up.
1: I'm in a real estate closing today. No big deal. Yeah.
0: Um, maybe, um, maybe, it was, maybe it was, you know. A little humble brag uh, there? D- there d- yeah, you know.
1: And uh, the, I like Taylor,
0: because Reed might not have sniped you on that.
1: The attorney next to me starts to write the date. He starts to write 7-2. Well, it's 7-1. And I say, whoo, you know, making fun of my man. And he says to me in front of my clients, in front of our mutual clients, you know, you're an asshole. And, which was totally fair. He and I have a... Oh, have, you guys have a good yeah, rapport. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're good like that. How about the clients? But, you know, they laughed. It was funny. They yeah. laughed. But it dawned on me... It really isn't a bit. I just kind of am. Yeah. And
0: you realize that today?
1: Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not. Like I thought it's, I, I've I've always thought it's been like a dry comedy sort of deal. Like I'm doing a bit. I'm funny. People like me, but it's not that way. People don't like me. They don't enjoy it. (laughs) Ha!
0: You're just realizing this. Yeah. We could just stop the humility break right here.
1: No, why don't you go?
0: Oh, man. Well, my teeth are getting straight now, so I can't make fun of my teeth. Mm. That would have been my go-to. My nose is a little bit crooked. Huge nostrils.
1: Oh, the big nostrils actually help you out. I they think. do? Yeah. Really?
0: If I had smaller nostrils, that'd be a problem?
1: Yeah, your nose would be too straight. I got like a really straight nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I had more nostril, actually. Frankly. Yeah. I got yeah. I
0: got narrow nostrils. I don't know. There's a lot about myself that I hate. Can I... Can I space it out a little bit? Sure. So we don't put it all in the first couple minutes. I hate my voice. As you would say, for sure. For sure. This is what I'm really excited to talk about. The arts. Well, first off, I want to talk about cinema. It's about be layup line. You guys know what time it is. But, well, North Dallas 40, just a reminder. Last week, um, Necessary Roughness, me and Coach Wookie, uh, my high school baseball coach, a uh, movie reviewer extraordinaire. Broke down Necessary Roughness the week before we did Remember the Titans. Coming up this Tuesday is going to be North Dallas 40. A movie that I'm afraid to say I, I think I like it. Featuring Bambi Woods.
1: Oh, wait. No, that's Debbie Does Dallas. My bad. Prawn
0: joke. Damn, son. Yeah. Getting some hair on your upper lip. Yeah. Since we got paid. Hmm. Is that her name in real life? It it wasn't
1: Debbie? Bambi Woods is either played by Debbie Benton or Debbie Benton is played by Bambi Woods. Yeah,
0: if if Debbie is doing Dallas, I guess Debbie is the character played by Bambi Woods. The plot of that movie is just that she has sex with as many people as possible. Is that the, wasn't it like a convention center? You'll be shocked,
1: but I have not seen the
0: film. I think it's 12,000. Okay. (laughs) Is it 12,000? Look it up. Don't look up the film. See if you can just wiki it and tell me how many. So North Dallas 40 Tuesday. So watch that this weekend. If you want to get into this uh, this whole movie review thing, let me know. It's hard to tell if you guys get that far into our podcast sometimes. I do not. I know you don't. That goes without saying. Okay. Layup line today. Hits from the bong. Cypress Hill. Not even a big bong guy. Okay. But the news today, and, and that, by the way, is one of the best bangers like th- that crew ever came out with. The beginning of that song is just—it's just heavy. It's is just
1: the—is that the Buffalo Springfield joint?
0: Yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They All do right. use the riff from Buffalo Springfield, um, and you know the 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 bass line is crazy, and then the bong water sound like it's just. Listen, I was listening to Cypress Hill when I had no idea how to smoke marijuana. Anyways, Cypress Hill, stoner rap group, it is July 1st and what that means uh, is that possession of up to an ounce uh, for people 21 and older, uh, check, you and I. Anything more than that but less than a pound is punishable by a $25 fine. Possession of more than a pound will still get you some clinker time, okay? I'm not going to be nitpicky about that part. If you're walking around with more than a pound, like you're you're fighting you're fighting uh, corporate America, you know that's when they really want to hit you. Um, you'll still you'll still go to the clinker uh, and gifting up to an ounce is still legal. So thank you very much to anybody that wants to give me like .99 ounces. Uh, you know, you ask me what can we do to celebrate your blue wire uh, deal? Drop it off at the office. Um, up to an ounce, still legal, gifting, $25 fine if you smoke in public, uh, and it is now legal to grow, but I'm not a DIY guy, I won't be doing that. Um, retail begins in 2024. Basically, what you're doing is,
1: is, is legal now.
0: Yes, what, is what I'm what doing you're is saying. legal. What I'm doing is legal, and that's why today, for the first time, we can, we can smoke marijuana in this studio. Okay, you keep saying we, yeah. I can, I can, yeah. we, I'm using the royal we. I took an oath. You took an oath. You took a real estate oath. I put that on Twitter like so people don't understand. Like, Don't get it twisted. He sells real estate. He took an oath. He can't do it. Okay, so what
1: it? we have here is a uh, retired football player, current podcaster, about to light up a joint of marijuana. It appears to contain a significant amount of legal drugs, And he is going to light it with a, I don't know what we call one of those handheld lighters with the big black stick on the end. He has now lit the
0: joint. I think it's called a joint. And he has inhaled and now exhaled. It's legal. This is legal. Nothing about this is illegal. It was gifted to me. And um, I'm happy as a clam here. Now I can legally uh, smoke marijuana on the set. So this is a cone. I like to smoke cones. I'm not really great at rolling joints. Like little like little fingers and like motor skills and my fingers are all jacked up. So I really like rolling cones, which, you know, my favorite would be raw cone, but I've been too lazy, imagine that, to go to the store and get raw cones. But yeah, it's a celebration, man. Today it's a celebration, tomorrow life goes on, okay? You know, what I don't want to see, kids using this shit. I don't want to see people burning their houses down. I don't want to see any fire trucks, okay? Don't leave your shit, don't get too stoned and leave your... Your roach just burning on a on your cheap carpet. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mayor, uh, do you have any tips for the people?
0: Tips. I got a lot of tips, okay? I wrote a little list of tips.
1: Oh, how convenient.
0: Yeah. Get an electronic grinder. I know that there's some people that are going to call me a snob, but Banana Bros, Banana Brothers has a great electronic grinder. I put it on my IG story last week, and people were like, what the fuck is that?
1: In like the year 2006, I had a banana boat smoothie from Smoothie King and I got a little sick because I was nervous going to a Kenny Chesney concert up at the (laughs) Nissan Pavilion and I vomited uh, into uh, Daniel Sheeran's car. uh, He was driving, I was the passenger and I was getting sick and we had kind of made friends with the cars in line next to us. So I didn't want to open the door and throw up and they were like, oh, he's drinking or something. I was not. I was just nervous for Kenny. So I turned to Dan I started to throw up on him he hits me in the face and I throw up sort of across the windshield and to the uh, side of my door and I spent that summer cleaning out cleaning banana boat out of his uh forerunner
0: I got good I got good news for you man that's a great story to have good news for you yeah what um marijuana can help with nausea oh shoot S- all right. settle that right down great pretty soon you won't even be worried about Kenny um so yeah get a get an electronic grinder <laughs> Get a dry box, like the ones you get from Orvis or like from you know wherever the fuck you shop for your outdoor adventure, um, your water adventure products. Get a good dry box and keep your your bag of bud in there. It's a real simple, easy way to keep the stench out of your closet, so you don't sound like you you have a, you don't smell like you have a dispensary, um, you know, next to your sock drawer. Keep your shit up high, okay. You got edibles in the house. Mm-hmm. Put them in a safe. Put them up high. You know, so your kids can't get to them. Pets. That's important. Pets as well. Stores and Bickle. Great products, okay? Stores and Bickle. Like, in some some people are like, yes, dude, we've smoked before. But there's a lot of soccer moms listening to this pod that are like, you know, maybe I want to save my liver and I might want to be like testing the waters in free agency when it comes to vices. Okay, ladies, get a Stores and Bickle.
1: Ladies. I'm
0: not saying it's unbecoming for you to have a blunt or a joint in your mouth. I actually respect it but not everybody's gonna feel that way. Maybe your, your your tight ass, uptight ass husbands won't like it. Get a stores and Bickle. Doesn't smell quite as strong. Get a little like a mighty vaporizer. That's the safest, healthiest way to, to actually um, burn up cannabis and put it in your lungs. Uh, it, 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 it gets you just as stoned as a, a joint. And it's less of a like um, a di- discombobulating high. So, stores in Bickle, you can get a big volcano. We've talked about those on the show here. Uh, you can also get a little mini, so you can put that in your little purse, and then when you go out, you're going to be risking that $25 fine, right? Okay? Right. But you guys are bougie as hell. You got money. Kids go to private schools. Put that shit in your little Prada bag, okay? It'll fit there. Grind up some fucking uh, Gelato 41 uh, from Alien Labs and put that bad boy in the uh, in the top of that stores and Bickle, and it will, it'll send it to outer space up through the tube and into your lungs.
1: For my friends and family listening for the first time, we do usually talk about sports. Uh, for instance, the NBA playoffs are ongoing, and the NFL season is just around the corner.
0: Who do you think can really smoke on that Suns team?
1: First overall pick, burning down trees, as I like to say. Yeah, on the Phoenix Suns, Frank Kaminsky.
0: Fuck yeah, he burns trees, bro. Because he was. He was. I mean, he's he's smoking. He he had probably a gram of indica before Chris Paul got shoved last night. I mean, his reactions. I know it was slow motion, but it was just like, what,
1: bro? They were all those sons were into couch. Yeah, all the sons
0: were into couch. Maybe the sons need hit. a they need a, a, a strain. Yeah, we talk about player strains on here. The Suns need a team strain.
1: Honorable mention: Tory Craig, Tory and Frank might fucking uh,
0: Patrick Beverly couch locked him. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, well, let's, we're going to get into Save that. I, let me finish Save my it. tips here, okay? You, I love cones. I already talked about that. No sativa at night. Some of you crazy motherfuckers might like smoking sativa at night. I get people that ask that really don't smoke or whatever. And some people that do smoke don't think there's any difference. I think there's a big difference between sativa and indica the buzz. And I think it, if imagine your brain being a pinball, mm. okay? Like sativa is the pinball game on hard, Mm. it's just the ball is just everywhere as fast as it can possibly go and Indica speeds my brain up to a degree depending on what I'm doing so you don't need that sativa at night you'll wake up with a panic attack and not even know why you're having a panic attack oh it's just because you smoked green crack the thing is called green crack this is kind of like the Cat Williams um, stand up routine I forget it was the one where I think he had the green jacket on making you know what I'm talking about but Cat Williams was up there and he was like, yeah, smoke this shit. This shit's called death. Like his buddy trying to convince him to smoke something called death. Stay away from that stuff, okay? Have some respect for the plant. Have some respect for the plant, okay? There's this shit called crumble, shatter. Anything that sounds like crumble or shatter, like that's not, they're like you go to a a dispensary You go to a dispenser and you're like, what do they got, what do you got here? And they're like, oh, I got some sick crumble and some shatter and some waffle cone shatter and some some THC that you can inject straight into your neck. I'm like, dude, I'm just looking for some GDP. Mega death. No, we don't have that. Would you like to suitcase some GDP? Like When you go out west and you go to a fucking dispensary, just respect it, don't take it lightly. This is not something to take lightly. I bought some crumble one time and had never had crumble before and they were like, yeah, just like a tiny pinch, okay? And I was like, yeah, a tiny pinch, right? Yeah, I got it. Took like uh, two tiny pinches, right? Uh, well, I did not feel like I, I felt like I was on psilocybe, cubenzis. Okay? What hell is going on? <laughs> so just on? be careful with that fucking crumble. When some guy with vans on in, in, in outside of LA, at a dispensary tells you, hey, this crumble stuff's pretty good now. Like, there's a reason He knows it's good. Just believe him. So exotic shit, don't start with it. Don't take it lightly. So I said no sativa at night, okay? Um, Hey, and on edibles, I know that it's on the box and not, you fuckers don't even read tweets, okay? How how do I expect you to eat the, to read? Read tweets like you read an edible description, okay? That's how you should read news and tweets. But in, in case you don't read, the side of an, an a, you know, a, a wana edible box, they take some time, so don't take, you know, 15 milligrams, because you read on Reddit that that's a good high to start with. If you've never had an edible, don't do that. I'd start with like five. But like, don't do it, and then an hour later be like, this shit doesn't even work, dude. I can remember in like 2013, when the edibles were starting to be a thing, Like it was more easy to get edibles. I was training in LA and I got one of these cookies and some guy in vans gave me a fucking, this cookie. And he's like, yeah, try some, but wait a while, bro. Like, well, you're going to want to wait a while after you try a little bit more. And I was like, yeah, no big deal. I was up playing FIFA, bro. I played like three 90 minute FIFA games after eating half this fucking cookie. The minute I took the pitch for the fourth one, the lights were out and panic just just shot through me. Like, it hit me all at once. It took two hours, so when you're eating an edible, take your time, dude, take your time.
1: As someone outside the doobie space, all I hear from you people
0: is that, oh,
1: I, uh, I took too much. It, 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 I didn't feel it, that's, so then I did some more. That's not and, all you hear. Who then are you it, talking to? And then to? it knocked me over. Who
0: are you talking to? Like, all of you people. Who, who are you talking to? I never say that about myself. Oh, right. No, no, no. Not you.
1: Not you. Not you. I'm talking to the people. So, name some more people. You're saying just... You're talking to people that's at like dinner... It, it's di- an age-old story. Okay,
0: but you're talking to people at dinner parties that weren't listening to a podcast that was looking out for them on 7-1. That's right. I'm looking out for the soccer moms here, dude. No, that's right. Okay? Don't be taking, you know, when you get to book club and you wonder why you can't remember what the book is, it's because you took twice the dosage because you got impatient. Don't just fucking sit there for a second. And if you don't, it. some people metabolize it differently. You might not feel anything. You might t- take 10 milligrams and not, not feel anything. I was that guy at one point where I was trying to figure out the dosage. You know, you you, you don't just guzzle a bottle of Jack, do you? Mm -mm. Well, the difference here is you'll wake up, it's just not gonna be fun for a little bit. So just like don't, just take your time. Don't argue with a spouse or try to make sense of something uh, on an edible. Don't like, it it might give you the confidence to think that you're making sense, but you're not.
1: Don't try to make sense of something, okay?
0: Not if you eat a big edible and something serious comes up. Just be like, hey, maybe not right now. You know, like if it's nine o'clock. Well, not a fire. I mean, I think I think you'd be fine getting out of the house. But I'm talking about like, hey, big like, hey, where do we want to send our kid to school next mm. next year? And she doesn't know that you took a you know, thirty forty milligrams of of something of megadeth of megadeth. No, it wasn't a gelato. Forty one was the only strain I've mentioned. Okay, you. all right. Or cherry mystery. Okay. Um, big papa. Yeah, like you don't you don't want to you you don't want to try to to wrestle that 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 crisis at nine o'clock. You don't want to do the pros and cons of like public and private at nine Mm o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You don't want to make, you you don't want to, you don't want to look over the Kelly blue book on the minivan that Mm. you're talking about buying at nine o'clock on an edible, just pass those up. Like you live You live to fight
1: another day. You don't want to try to figure out if your 03 excursion is green
0: or tan if you're on... The fucking excursion is green, dude. Uh, It's a tan excursion. It's like the blue dress. We'll we'll post it on. I got a 2003 excursion recently. And of course, you know, in spirit of what the other real estate agent told you, uh, instead of like, hey man, nice excursion, you were like, it's not the color that you said it was. (laughs) It's like a sick friend. Congrats on the excursion, bud. Um, Yeah, avoid... Avoid loading up on the edibles on a plane, like, just work yourself into it. Get a fanny pack, that's a big one. When it comes to this stuff, they're accessories, and you'll learn about accessories. of you've been smoking anyway, so what the fuck? I, 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 I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but these are my tips, yeah. Get a bedside fan, vape pens, they can set off smoke alarms. You only get one trip from the fire department where you can use the, hey, I was doing this to look out for the kids. You know, shit, some kids don't even get this at their birthday party. You got it on a Tuesday afternoon. Second visit at CPS. No, 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 because it was just a malfunction. Ordering Grubhub at night, great move. Grubhub at night, order it for the morning. You're going to be hungry (laughs) at midnight. Order your breakfast before you wake up, and then you don't have to worry about it. It's a hack. All these other, like, fucking straight-edge guys are going to be fumbling through their... to the fridge for some fucking Greek yogurt and then half a banana. And I'm gonna have like this cuisine waiting on my doorstep when I wake up.
1: I like to lay out the bacon strips on my Foreman grill. (laughs) This this isn't gonna be for you. And I I put it at the foot of my bed (laughs) on a timer. Got it. So then when I wake up, I wake up to crispy sizzling bacon, the smell of bacon, what's better than that? Or a
0: fire. I and you're my worried foot. about the guys who are stoned. You just admitted to leaving like the oven on all night, did you not? If you know, you know. Okay, um, and then lastly, the hottest tip I have: if you get stoned before a nap, order Grubhub. <laughs> you're gonna wake up. There's the theme. So hungry, dude! You're gonna wake up so hungry. You're gonna need it. It's gonna be the boost right out of bed. Order a meal to show up to your door the same time that your alarm goes off. Treat yourself.
1: So I have a serious question. Yeah. Uh, so the the munchies is is what we've been told about in popular culture it's a real thing it's, it's a not real as thing. like it's
0: not as like it's not as um crippling as they make it seem all the time it's just don't start my oh yeah my biggest tip i've given this one out here before don't get high in the kitchen would you line up you hear what i said i'm going to say it again don't get high in the kitchen
1: would you line up before a session a bunch of uh, kale chips Something a little healthier, something
0: to satiate you.
1: Yeah, something that's going to satiate something To give you yourself, satiety, but 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 something that might also might not be so bad for you.
0: Yeah, sure. I've I've heard. Yeah, I've I've tried to employ that. Okay. That strategy before.
1: I've seen you, for instance, just just hand just hand <laughs> a bunch of spinach and yeah. throw
0: it into your mouth. But I've been doing that since I was a kid, so right. I wasn't stoned. But I'm then, just saying, so. if you
1: were, uh, yeah.
0: Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Win-win yeah. Win for you. Listen, here, I'm a really healthy eater for the most part. I wake up sometimes and look in the mirror, I'm like, dude, you don't work out a lot. What's going on there? You gotta, you. you know what I mean? Loud and clear. Yeah, I, I eat healthy, dude, okay? So you can enjoy this plant and not be like the guy on the couch. Would you buy real estate from somebody who did marijuana drugs? Oh, absolutely. I buy real estate from somebody who who guzzles white wine, which is poison. Not anymore. But Houston used to white wine.
1: Unless there's somebody I don't know about. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, way back.
0: But here's what needs to happen. I'm going to finish with this on the whole pot thing and we're going to get on with it. Um, We got a mailbag and stuff coming up and we also have talked about a lot of the good news in the sports world. Um, The new law doesn't go far enough to help like individuals who are punished under the state's old system uh, of criminalization. So like there are still thousands of Virginians and I don't have the exact figure because Lord knows I don't want to make news for smoking a joint and then quoting incorrect figures on a podcast, but there are thousands of Virginians who have been charged and jailed over the past four decades for the very marijuana-related offenses that are now like legal and decriminalized, what I'm doing right now. And so I I don't do this without that thought in the back of my head. And I don't think anybody should look at yesterday, your yesterday, our today, as like an absolute victory because it's not there's still a lot of people that are getting entangled with that stuff and some of the bogus laws that we've had the past 40, 50 years in this state. So, like, sealing records is good, for instance, but what we need is, like, totally expunging people's uh, offenses, you know, because they're talking about 2025 being the time that most of these records are gonna get sealed by. Um, In the meantime, people are getting denied housing, you know, higher education, et cetera, et cetera. And so, like, if we're gonna be doing the petition thing until then, they really need to make sure that that process of sealing is expedited and it's really easy to do. It can't be this bureaucratic bullshit that, that drives people away from accessing the, you know, the opportunity to, to send in a petition. Um, and if we're being honest, the new law kind of falls short when it comes to giving people relief who are currently serving jail or prison sentences. And I think Ralph knows that, Northam, our guy, you know, like this is a step in the right direction, but it's not the whole shebang. And it's not the most important part. And I think like in the in the same vein, uh, and they've done this in other places of the country, if you think about it as Virginia like builds up this retail complex that's going to come out in 2024, right? Like right. that's where we get brick and mortar, like bud shops, okay? Um, as that builds out, we need to give people who have been previously encumbered with like a record because of this stuff, the first crack at it when it comes to applications. And they've done that in other areas of the country and I think it's good. And oftentimes it's been um, exponentially more people of color because of the way that we police their communities and prosecuted those crimes um, when the the usage rate is the exact same. So I think number one, it's a good thing. Number two, it could be a lot better. And number three, I can do a podcast stoned.
1: I can attest to that. Okay.
0: Humility break. Real quick one cuz we got to get to the good news and then get get Dr. Fax in for a mailbag. I wasn't a great tackler. I was more disruptive. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You you know like I, I would I would come in there just out of control. Agreed. You know like just a mad dog in a meat house. A big jump on top of the pile guy. Well, that's that's a, that's that's a, a uh, bit again. We what? just there were some times. There were times, but part of being a tone setter defensively is actually finishing plays and jumping on piles at times. And later in my career, me jumping on a pile, it was more of a thud, not like a, a a bound. And I stopped looking like a flying squirrel and more like a fucking dead body, you know? So yeah, jumping on a pile. But what I meant to say was I was a poor tackler. You weren't great at breaking down? No, I never broke down. i just go in there and choose a side and just try to... Well, no, I I, I tried to keep my head out of it. That was one thing, it was like, listen, early in my career I was a little stupid with that stuff. Later in my career, I tried to keep my head up a little bit more, but I just wasn't a great tackler. You know, my hair is thinning. It's thinning more than you think. Sometimes I gotta wear a hat in stories, because the stories really pick up your, you got anything you wanna rag on yourself about? Because you're kind of letting me go a little bit here.
1: I'll piggyback. I've taken Propecia more than half my life. <laughs> that's, that's getting on a long time now. Fucking
0: A, dude. You're like almost 40 if we're being real.
1: Bro, Kingston. It's his fault.
0: Did your thing work? Propecia? your thing work? Oh, that thing? Yeah. Proof's in the pudding. Father of a daughter. Um. Yeah, that's enough ragging on ourselves. Like, people, like, you know, it's not like we won the fucking Super Bowl. We just, somebody paid us. So, uh, we just got a call. The bat phone lit up. Uh, our crunchy ass uncle is calling in from vacay. Cowboy Reed. He's checking on Taylor. He's making sure, you know, the train is moving. Cowboy Reed, what's going on?
4: Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, where are you? Can you see me?
0: Yeah, I see you. Crunchy ass, looking like the damn Unabomber, which is something I don't know if we can say, but you look just like this guy. Yeah, you
4: probably can't say that.
0: <laughs> well, no, people uh, people do make the reference, and boy, do you fit the bill right now. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we are in Farmington, New Mexico, hanging wow. out at a dog park. Farmington, right on the San Juan River. Yeah, well, yeah. Hello, yeah, right San Juan River. <laughs> um, yeah, having a good time out here, mellow. Hey Reed, uh, happy, happy seven one day.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Reed. Thank you. Reed, we were doing a big compliment jack off session earlier. And I wanna say for all the people at home, we've been celebrating all day. We couldn't do it without Cowboy Reed. And I wanna say no, like well, we like you. we couldn't even turn the machines on without Cowboy Reed.
4: Oh, quite literally, yeah.
0: So <laughs> so big ups. Reed,
4: I'm sure you guys figured it out, got it down.
0: Yeah, well, big t- Taylor's in here working. he's he, He's been <laughs> shadowing you. So what what you got, man? I hear you've got a tremendous story, actually. I've heard the, yeah, the rundown, um, but making has A, a little,
4: little validation of the podcast. So uh, Tuesday morning, we're outside Nashville. Uh, we stop at a dog park. We're leaving the dog park. Car pulls up, and the stereos are bumping, loud stereos. You can hear it all throughout the parking lot. The voices that are coming from these stereos are Chris and Macon voices. Yeah, and then I hear myself talk about the uh, the Bear Lake and the smooth and the milkshakes we oh, had yeah. down there. Yeah, blackberry uh, raspberry. The yeah, g- yep, huckleberry. Yeah, that's right, home. blackberry blackberry raspberry. And so the guy gets out of the car. He's walking his dog over to the dog park, and I say, "Excuse me, can I help it over here? You're listening to uh, Green Light with Chris Long." um are you a big fan and he's like dude i'm a huge fan i love chris macon they're both hilarious have a good time and i was like oh well we appreciate you listening thank you very much so crazy, dude he said we
1: <laughs> did you explain that you were the the blackberry I, raspberry guy
4: yeah 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 he, well he had just listened to that part and he was like i love that Macon uh let us into the you know how he how he picks his hello cities and he's like i like to know how how that's done so how shout out that? to dave that's in awesome. nashville
0: how about that? Dave.
4: Big shout out to Dave. Dave Big Dave. shout yeah. out to
0: Cowboy Reed, who's on a fucking vision quest right there, right out there in New Mexico. It's like, he's just, what, he, how did he get to New Mexico? How did he get to New Mexico so quickly? It's like time and space, man. How did he get there? I feel like he was just here. Are we saying well, that continuing right? Continuing
4: jumps. Dave, is that right? Yeah, Dave, D-A-V-E.
0: Got you, got you. He like teleported there, it's incredible.
1: Dave in Nashville. That's heartwarming as hell.
0: Well, Cowboy Reed, we hope you have a tremendous vacation and just come back charged up and ready to rock, man. We're, 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 we're going to the top, man. We're going to the top, Cowboy.
4: That's right. Shout out Blue Wire. And, uh, hey, have a great rest of the day, fellas.
0: You hey, too, Reed, you crunchy forgot to ass. shout out win with your crunchy ass. See ya. Cowboy. Mm. Ah. Let's go good news.
1: Great news. Mississippi State has won. The college baseball national championship. The Hell yeah. college world series out there in Omaha, Nebraska, middle of America. You might have. Omaha.
0: Did you realize after a while what I've
1: been doing the last I, four to six weeks? I read my mentions, bro.
0: Yeah, I know. Somebody snitched and now you know it's the Counting Crows, but you could have gone to like August and everything after and you wouldn't have even known.
1: But didn't I try to... I tried to then make it a joke, and it never really
0: materialized. No, you, No, it, I it did didn't. not know what no, you were no, doing. No, you didn't, which is a cool thing when I get you on one of those, but <laughs> Mississippi State oh, has I won want a, a Go national Bulldogs.
1: title. Just about a month after Ole Miss got off the schneid, so now there are only two power five schools who have never won a team national championship, and those two schools are Kansas State and Virginia Tech.
2: Oh, Hmm. Oh.
0: You know, when I saw that um, that Chiron the other night on the TV, I gobbled it up. Gobble, gobble, gobble. That's good. Yeah. On was, multiple levels. Yeah. Look at how
1: far you've come with Chiron. Yeah. Did you see that tweet I did with the two logos? Oh,
0: dude, I was in the meme workshop when I saw you drop that, and it was like that fucking turkey knew what we were talking about. The yeah. face on that turkey. Look at him. He's like, fuck. Did Mississippi State just win a national title and something? Now it's just us and the team in the Little Apple. L. Roberson. If L. Roberson and Darren Sproles couldn't do it, it's not I don't know if it's nah, happening. Did happen. you see the Backstreet Boys thing the other day? No. Bunch of those kids out there lip syncing to like the Backstreet Boys down there in the Little Apple.
1: It'll happen, man track and field or some such shit
0: listen I was thinking about donating a ton of money to Kansas State dude
1: yes let's just slide that win bet money on over to the K-State Athletic Department just
0: give it right to the Wildcats and then there was one I would love nothing more and by the way I should say this one of our loyal listeners here and I gotta find his uh, name to give him the credit he so deserves Danny Seitz thank you very much on twitter.com uh D site 73 K state has several national crop judging championships. And I think those should count. LOL. Corn, Sure. Sure. Only like three schools probably have a team, but still counts. Tomatoes. This, This is convincing. If it's satire, I believe it. Oh, I believe it. I think tech. Uh, so I think, te- so technically I think Virginia tech is the only team.
1: Uh, unfortunately, I, I believe they do have a, bass, a bass fishing champion.
0: Oh fuck. It. You know, in their ranks. Bass. I mean, no offense to the bass fisher, men industry. Okay. But they're stocking your shit. They're just stocking it. Yeah. Okay. No, Jimmy Houston's down there in Blacksburg. Okay. You can say that again. No Jimmy Houston's down here in Blacksburg, okay? Ofer. Ofer for the Hokies. So I love that, man. There's nothing I don't love about that and uh, congratulations to Fletcher Cox. Now you can now you can feel what it feels like to have a national championship at your school, you know, when you win your 237th, then you can really feel what it feels like to be a Virginia Cavalier.
1: Now I went to school for uh, academics as you know, Chris. Yes, you did. So I can respect Vanderbilt, but boy howdy is that baseball program annoying as hell, especially you might not know the, uh, the Vandy Whistler. He, oh, yeah. he whistles throughout the games. I was reading <sighs>
0: tweets about him.
1: What a <sighs> jerk. Yeah. Jerk store. <laughs> He's big a jerk, jerk huh? Yeah, big jerk. So kudos to the Bulldogs for uh oh, putting the Commodores out of their misery last night in convincing fashion. More good news. Hardwood. Phoenix Suns are going to the NBA finals. We need
0: like a sneaker squeaking, um, you know, sounder
1: hey
0: dude i'm so happy for cp3 and he balled out like I, I i don't know how many points he scored in the second half but like 31 yeah so it was just a major validation moment as if he needed one uh i'm no basketball historian but one of the best point guards to ever play the game you know on one hand probably right point god am i am i off here he's on one hand
1: I'm not, and I've said it You're here. You're afraid to
0: give the take too, because you know these NBA motherfuckers. Well,
1: no, I just don't. I'm not NBA
0: Twitter. Is they know all the w- war and uh, analytics, and but I just feel like there's there's not many dudes that have ever run point that are as respected. Sorry, Bookie Cousins. I guess you don't think so. Um, I as just, Chris Paul,
4: I don't love CP3,
0: but oh, I love CP3. And Magic
1: Johnson, Oscar Robertson, Isaiah Thomas. He's, he's in the combo. I'm still on
0: one hand, dude. Yeah,
1: okay. Uh, Steph Curry. Yeah. Jason Kidd. Steve Nash.
0: Yeah. He might be on the six finger. I was born with six fingers. I was born with six fingers on one of my hands. So, I know that. I know so that yeah, he might be on my, he might be a left-hand discussion thing here, but if like he's had in that gotten, five to six range. If, I don't know.
1: If only I got into one of those bleacher report fucking,
0: if, click-throughs. If we just booked Woj today, we didn't have so much good news and we booked Woj again, I could ask him, but yeah, CP3, happy for him. And man, the highlight of the night, the low light of the night, just the like most what the fuck moment of the night was Pat Beverly shoving the... Ever loving fuck out of CP3. I'm so glad his neck is okay, dude.
1: That's all I could think about is that that would really hurt. At our yeah, age. Well, and I, by our age, I mean your age, my age, Chris Paul's age.
4: I was
0: thinking about all those guys in there into couch. You know, I was thinking about Comiskey and all those guys, um, you know, just standing there like nothing happened. And uh, CP3, I don't know what he said to Pat Beverly, but I said this last night, I tweeted it last night. I know you're not gonna know what I'm talking about. Do you remember the game Grand Theft Auto? Yes. Okay, Dr. Facts probably remembers it. He's in the other room. But I used to love walking around with this motherfucker named Trevor. I mean, he looked, Google Trevor GTA, you might know who I'm talking about. Legitimately, when I saw him push Chris Paul last night at almost midnight, laying in bed, I was like, that is just how I used to push people in the street with Trevor on Grand Theft Auto when I was tired of the objective or I had forgotten what I was supposed to do and I found myself in another part of town. I'd just try to get some stars. And it's like what Patrick Beverly was doing last night. It was incredible the way he pushed him. It pushed him? Jerk! You know, the people in the street. What the." F- like the Grand Theft Auto, like wh- what did you what did it pay to get a to get a Grand Theft Auto voiceover? IMDb credit. I, anyways, Patrick Beverly, more like Patrick Trevorly. Nice. Yeah, that's what somebody on, in my mention said. I thought it was genius. Hey, you're you're older than Chris Paul. Comments. That's wild, dude. If I met Chris Paul, I'd be like, "Hey, OG. Hello, sir. <laughs> yeah, it's just just because I feel like he's been in the game so long, dude. He's been in the game so long. He's been relevant so long. 30 and three is 33 and Um, six is
1: 39. You're 39 days older than Chris Paul.
0: Another thing, Paul George, I respect that. I respect his effort. I respect him trying valiantly to be the one. You know, like I'm not gonna judge him on this series in any negative way, even with the two free throws. Because I think like it does take a lot of mental toughness to, to go through what he went through in the last year. Including the playoffs, and I wasn't one that was believing in him as being a Batman, but maybe he's still got a little Batman in him in the right situation. So, you know, Paul George, a little redemption even in a loss.
1: There last night are tonight, Hawks or Bucks?
0: Oh, I like Milwaukee, series of like two. Two. Man. I hate what I saw okay. happen to Giannis the other night. He's legitimately one of the best athletes on the planet because. When when your knee bends like that and structurally things stay like good, you're like Gumby, dude. But I think the Hawks win that game. I just feel like maybe we we think too much of the Bucks, even though we, we make fun of them all the time. But we still feel we still think they're like some amazing team. And I just don't I don't feel that way about them. Um, NC two A. Yeah. Name and likeness, name, image, likeness. You didn't want to talk about Steve Ballmer.
1: We can talk about Steve Steve Ballmer. Oh my God! More dude. like Steve Ballsmer. I don't,
0: it's never. Uh, I'm sure nobody tweeted that last night at any point. I hadn't seen it. Um, let's talk about the NCA for sure.
1: Name, image, likeness. Student athletes can now profit off those things.
0: Uh, huge. It's um, it's a step in the right direction. Um, it was inevitable. Like we knew it was coming, and I think today's been fun. Like more than anything, seeing or your, your yesterday, our today, seeing like deals come in, like the ad that we're running on the show, um, where kids can solicit, you know, brand partnerships or opportunities that are going to feed them and you know pay the bills. And
1: we're paying a college athlete.
0: Yeah, I mean, and and it's all good, dude. I don't know I if still- anybody noticed, but amateurism has been kind of over. It's just now we're chipping away at the at the the core and trying to get to a place where these guys are really kind of profiting like citizens in any other business scenario. But like, this is cool. If anybody was afraid of this, it doesn't look like the boogeyman that you were describing it to be. There will be snags. There will be situations where you're like, damn, somebody took advantage of the system. We don't have to know all the answers right now. But I can tell you that I smile when I see Derek King and, and Bubba Bolden down there at Miami getting paid 20 a pop by college hunks, which sounded ridiculous until I saw that that's a moving company. Um, you know, you, you talk about somebody like Reggie Bush, who played, might have made between 4 and $6 million is something I read today. Uh, I don't know if that's true, but I know it would be seven figures, and he didn't he not only missed out on that, they took away his Heisman. So people are talking about over 300K. He didn't have his Heisman, but could have made, seeing today, I feel like he could have made, yeah, $5 million at USC.
1: Hey, cuz, Little John's Sandwich Shop, they had a Chris Long sandwich.
0: That was for the love of the game for me, dude. How many chickens did you see from that? I saw no chickens, but that was for the love of the game. What Um, if I tell you you're seeing... 75 cents on a chicken. I'm happy with that, yeah. I'm happy with that. You know, like, and I was in a position as a kid with, we, you know, it came from some money. Like, I didn't have to worry about like profiting off my name, image and likeness. So yeah, the way I look at like what I would have done in college would be maybe different than one of my teammates that needs to fucking, you know, pay the bills and maybe he's responsible for some other shit too that I've never even thought about being responsible for. So when I see those guys getting 20 K or when I see, you know, Jordan Bohannon, who's doing, uh, you know, Iowa hoops, uh, star, would you consider him a star? Sure. Yeah. Star, uh, local fireworks appearance this weekend. So, like, Oop. there's a little bit of something for
1: everybody. Take back the star.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. I, I wasn't going there, but you, you're an asshole. But uh, <laughs> plans to partner with Cryotherapy Company, monetizes podcasts. And the coolest part, what I got to read, was five Jackson State players signing with, and I believe uh, the defensive end was the first dude to actually sign a deal with somebody at, like, midnight Two nights ago, your two nights ago, this cat signed with a grooming company, a black-owned grooming product company, and that's like that's wild. It's really cool, you know. It's really cool that five Jackson State kids can profit off this, and uh, it's cool that the Marshall alignment I read about, Will Almer, who has been playing guitar on in Huntington, like doing gigs under an alias, uh, Lucky Bill, to play his gigs. Now he can not only you know use his real name, but he can make money. You talked about, hey, smaller sports aren't going to get the love like football is. Well, I see the ball getting spread out today. You know, I see, you know, the the, the volleyball twins, uh, Hannah, Haley, Cavender. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. I'm probably not. So what you're seeing. Checkpoint. Yeah, fucking Bo Nix is doing a sweet tea ad day one. So it's not just good. It's 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 not just like this is America, um, how it's supposed to be. We're, we're still not there yet, but this feels more like it. But you're also going to get good content out of this. Like, we can talk about the bad ads. We can talk about the awkward spots. We can talk about, like, some viral ad that a kid made money on, and then I don't have to feel bad making fun of him.
1: Or Or a wide receiver touting a podcast, for instance.
2: Hi, this is Rashawn Henry, wide receiver for your Virginia Cavaliers. The only thing I love more than catching footballs is catching a green light pot. Wahoo, wahoo, happy NIL day.
3: I'm curious if we're going to see some of these ads run in the draft next year. It's a really good,
0: yeah, really good question. Uh, Taylor was saying that maybe in the draft next year, you know, you'll see a player who's getting picked or getting ready to get picked. And you're also going to be like solicited uh, on behalf of their brand. Yeah. Is that where you're going with that?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Like they're showing their uh, draft highlights right before they get picked. And uh, maybe there's a, an ad for... Carl's you know, Jr. Greenlight Pod.
0: Greenlight Pod. Yeah. yeah, dude. We need to go find the, the fucking best players. Or maybe they,
3: they go the NASCAR route and wear a bunch of patches on their jacket walking up to the stage.
0: I'm telling you, everything's going to be like European basketball, and it's not going to be as bad as y'all think. It's just going to be like European basketball. Like, people are going to profit. Yes, dude. And so I think it's a good thing. And the question that was, that was circulating this week was who in history would make the most money if you, you had this this uh, law into effect during their playing tenure collegiately? Tim Tebow. Mega Churches. Mega
1: Churches. Tim Tebow.
0: Fucking Tim Tebow would crush it, um, but I actually have another one, Johnny Manziel. I feel like the oil, mega the oil money contingency, and I feel like, yeah, Mega Churches would still have Johnny Manziel, <laughs> dude. That's the thing about Mega Churches.
1: Bow mega churches.
0: Mega churches are like in a lot of ways anything goes, which is kind of the most idealistically Christian thing
1: most most of all go. time. Yeah. But
0: Johnny Manziel, yeah, Johnny Manziel. Think about he starred in the beginning of like the social media era when it was really starting to be a big thing. He ha- he was like a college player that Drake liked, that like you know your favorite rapper liked. Um, everybody knew who he was. He had a moniker, he had a money sign thing. I mean, and oil, dude. Oil. Straight up electric college athletes, though.
1: I think I think Deion Sanders, Bo Jackson. Doesn't hurt that they were two-way dudes.
0: No, I know. No, for sure. But I'm just thinking about the time and the place. Like and those guys were probably getting paid anyways, if we're being like, think about it. Like the things you could do without camera phones and without like like uh paperless transactions back in the day. Oh, you wouldn't need a mega church. Hey, also happy Bobby Bonilla Day. He gets paid like uh, $2 million every year on this date. Is that it? Yeah, until 2035. Good for him. It's good to see somebody win. Anyways, let's get Dr. Fax in here and do a little mailbag and keep this train rolling. And uh,
3: we've had a lot of great stuff. Talk about gambling, uh, 7-1. Athletes getting paid. So I think we need to take it down a notch real quick. Before oh, you we, got,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to show ourselves one home. more time. What yeah. do you think?
1: Patagonia blue polo. It's my favorite shirt. I wear it in every setting until now because I get nervous on a podcast and I sweat. I, uh, I've sweat through my favorite shirt. And more than that, it stinks. Uh, luckily, I'm now in this dry fit wind bet polo. Brought to me by Nike. Breathable as fuck. It's like like I I dropped some water on it and it just whisked right away.
0: Uh, can I say something? Please. Sometimes they yell at the dog. Oh. Yeah. Don't like doing that. Sometimes yeah. I feel, but if I'm being honest, my wife yells at the dog too. We're like a dog yelling family, dude.
1: Hey, as long as your hand's off, I think it's yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was chewing glass the other morning, so I had to go hands-on there. Yeah. That was for the good of the dog. Let's get, uh, let's get Big Nada in here. Let's reintroduce our guy. Okay, so Dr. Fax is here. Nate Collins. Nate Collins, uh, five years in the NFL, six years? Five. Six. Five years in the NFL. <laughs> he goes five, he goes six again. Well, no, I was trying to round up. I was rounding up for my dude, man. This is like Appreciate my little it. brother, dude. Like it. I showed him on his visit. So Nate Collins has been um Dr. Fax has been in studio before. If you if you're one of the OG passengers on this train. <laughs> uh you've heard him. You you've heard from him, but I just wanted to reacquaint everybody. I'm trying to get Dr. Fax back in the chair a little bit more. Now that the pandy's over. Fax, how you doing?
2: I'm doing well, man. Appreciate you having me back on the show. Um Tell them which teams you played for. Tell them um, about yourself. Like
0: do the elevator, you know, like the new for the new blue wire. So um,
1: maybe like what we mean to you personally. All right, yeah, so the,
2: um, the great. I um I was. met Chris in what 06. Um I attended the University of Virginia from 06 to twenty ten. Algro's last four years um, were my four years. I was the only person in my class that didn't red shirt. So I was kind of adopted by Chris, I guess, um, in the D-line room, Yeah, was a big brother, was a big help uh, my first year, especially with- It
0: was quite the commitment. It was a, you know, some adoptions are easy. <laughs> some, are, some are more challenging. Some adoptions, some, some adoptions end up in a fight.
2: Yeah, they start in a fight.
0: In, in a fucking, so when we tried to haze these guys, Chris, Which hazing used to be a thing we Chris, told this story Chris wanted to
2: be um, kind of like the big bully the scary that's guy of the true. team and that's not true Look at me. the older guys had an idea to get the boxing gloves out and originally they said they wanted two freshmen to box against each other and one of the freshmen yells out well why don't one of you guys box us and as soon as that was said Chris grabs the gloves and is like Who's going to box me? And yeah, immediately that. when he said it, I was like, I'll box you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, I just fucking adopted you. Now you want
0: to box me? I'm like, you're just supposed to be, I'm taking care. Of you. You're under my wing, man. You're also big, dude. Like, I was looking for maybe one of the linebackers. And so maybe. as
2: soon as I said that, there was no turning back. And before no we back. knew it, probably 30 seconds, there was a, little blood. a, a, a circle formed. And... Gloves were passed and put on, and I think me and Chris... They were the light s- gloves, though, because remember,
0: um, they're a little, I don't know what ounce you use yeah, uh, no. for r- real regulation. Well,
2: they, they, they were light enough... That someone could have got seriously hurt. <laughs> like, <laughs> thinking about it now. It was a fight.
0: It was a fight, <laughs> dude. But anyways, we we, we we came out of it better. And uh, Nate did draw blood, but I hit you with some ridiculous body shots. So we we traded blows. I don't know what no, the decision it, it, was.
2: It was. It was. I, I think it was a draw. I, I'll call it a draw. I'll
0: call it a draw, dude. I got hey fucking no shame in getting beat up by your adopted son, or I, just you know. I tell you after I,
2: after I said I, I would box you, I, I immediately like wanted to back out.
3: But <laughs> well, no you way. think I wanted to be there,
0: dude? I was like, fuck, dude. This, you're, by the time you're a senior, you're not supposed to have to do shit like this. I thought we were just going to like lightly haze these cats and send them back to the Holiday Inn. And now, yeah. What
2: a like, crazy night that was. But look, after feeling all good, like, yeah, I just boxed Chris Long, yada, yada, I had to walk back to the Omni in my boxers. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys we, had stolen we kept all clothes. our clothes. We kept and the then, clothes. And then all of our sneakers were tied together like about... 50 pairs of shoes tied together in a... That was another time,
0: dude. We're just not that immature anymore. I'm sure I speak for all the seniors that were there in 2007. Fourth and fifth years. Fourth and fifth years, whatever you want to say. Um,
1: Mr. Jefferson said that learning never ends.
0: He said a lot of other stuff that you might not agree with (laughs) as well. So, I mean, you know, hey, whatever floats your boat, I just don't kind of hitch my wagon to old Mr. Jefferson there. Hey, Tell them the Christmas tree story to to get them warmed up here for the mailbag thing. Okay. Like, this is what Jacksonville?
2: This is what year in the league for you? This is the end of my first year. Um, I get picked up off the practice squad of the New York Giants, and I go to Jacksonville about the first week of December. And I remember um, just being in Florida and. Not really feeling like it was holiday time and, and me wanting to get a Christmas tree because Florida, every, like every day it's, it's hot and it doesn't feel like winter or Christmas. And I get this Christmas tree in my apartment. I live on. How big was the tree? Um. Eight I foot. would say I would say six or seven, not, so I think not, it was not like eight or nine not, feet. No, I no, no, know where no. the story's going, so no, of yeah, it un- would, no, no, it was like it was like a little bit taller than me. So like it was probably like seven, six or seven foot, seven foot, I would say, and. I always am a stickler. I like real trees. I don't like fake trees on Christmas. I'm with you, dude. I think I like like the real tree. I like the pine smell. Get the little pines in the house. Make it feel like it's holiday. Meg tried that
0: fake tree shit in Philly. (laughs) Because of like kids or something. Yeah. I had to put my foot down for the first
2: time. Oh, So I get this tree. And when it's time for me to take the tree down, I decide to put the tree in the trash chute. <laughs> so, so this is, we're laughing
0: because nobody was hurt. This is some Florida stuff too. Had it ended oh, the way it could my have. Oh goodness. So instead of carrying the tree down via the elevator,
2: you decided to shoot it down. How many stories so, down the trash t- Twenty-two. 22. <laughs> Hold on a second and the thinking behind it was the thinking the, behind it the needles they were so dry it, it was already making a mess so for me to put it on the elevator and drag it through the lobby. Fire hazard. It was gonna be way worse. That the fr- yeah, the friction, sense.
0: yeah, the fire could have there could have been a fire if you dragged it through. Dude, when
2: I told the people of the building, they were so upset. Hey, listen, you shouldn't have told the people in the building. <laughs> no, there was a trail of needles <laughs> from my door <laughs> to the trash. Yeah, so the whole fucking yeah, it's like I tried to clean it up the I best. Just, I just I don't think I, I just I, I've
0: never been able to get over the visual of how long an eight foot tree is suspended in that trash chute, just rotating like a big ass drill. No, but you if there was a raccoon in that fucking, seen,
2: you should have seen me like. How long does it take it? for a tree like that to, to fall down twenty two stories, bro? Once it was in there, it sounded like it went quick. I <laughs> I was worried about it too. I like, it took a while. It took me about fifteen minutes to get it fully like in the chute, and once I got it like the last, I had the time bottom. To think about it. Yeah. I was worried the same thing. I was like, this thing's not going to go all the way down. But it went all the way down. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Okay. Nate, we got a we, we got a mailbag. Okay. We want Dr. Fax to come in and join us more. Now that the pandy's over. Haywood on Twitter
1: asks, do Chris and Macon ever fight?
0: In a word, fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I see you guys fighting about lunch a lot.
0: No, we just we like the thing is it's kinda like you know somebody long enough. You're 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 already both invested heavily in each other's lives, and it's you're not worried about fucking bitching at each other. We bitch at each other. We do. Right. I definitely see
1: you and talk to you more than anyone else in my life outside my family. And our personalities, there's something about our personalities that uh, both works and And very much does does not not work. work,
0: Just like
1: it can often manifest itself over text message, where just I can't, I can't figure it out.
0: He's really bad at sounding like he doesn't hate your guts on the phone. So if you ever have to discuss something, you're getting better about it. But yeah, like there are some fights, dude.
1: I'm trying. I really have been working harder on (laughs) listening to how it's sounding coming out because I really am, at least in this space,
0: trying to be helpful. Yeah, and I'm working on a bunch of things in my personal life as well. It's just so. here's here's an example of one of our fights Uh, we'll be sitting
1: here doing the pod something won't be working and you'll say something to the effect of really dude and I'll be like what (laughs) like enough like I'm not doing anything this is not a bit this is just me and then you'll be like look how about we take 5 like, all right let's take 5 that sounds great so how about 10 you want to take 10 let's take 10 uh, you never said that and then that's some fucking what do the kids says cap and then we that's, uh, that's cap
0: that's cap mate. And, and that's our that's our fight though that's the extent no of he never fight, said dude. it's the dead serious true but he never says let's take 10 Making it, this sounds like some fucking movie.
1: Okay, that's fair. That's fair as fuck. If you say, let's take
0: five, I'll say, okay, let's take five. You know, because you are. You are the boss. Sometimes it's counterintuitive because you're you're smarter than me, but I have to do a little bit because it's not your primary job. Like, you're showing up after a day of, you know, slinging MLS. Like, I, there's a lot of coordinating that my pinball brain has to do. And so at times, you know, like when I'm trying to fucking – you know, like I'm, I'm the guy who's struggling to to stay afloat, can't swim well. You know, instead of like lifeboat, Megan's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" That's the kind of thing. And sometimes then I react kind of negatively, and I'm confrontational, so it can, it, it, it sucks, dude. And I don't like fighting with you. We're not fighting now, are we? No, no, now? No. Oh heavens, no. Well, we, and, we don't and, need to fight.
1: And, and fights are are few and far far and few. Damn. Few and far in between, and uh, <laughs> and uh, it's a it's a pleasure being around you. The answer is rarely do we fight, but, that's, but fuck yeah, that's kind of how it goes.
0: Um, this is from Kevin Jones. Big shout out to Kevin Jones, Blue, KJ. Blue Wire. He's a, he's a great dude. Okay, I'm not just saying this. He's cool as hell. He's a lot of the reason that we signed on with Blue Wire is because they didn't seem like the type that try to dictate the content that you put out. And Kevin obviously yeah i mean so like yeah kev this is sorry hello hello kevin jones but hey we will answer your mailbag brother um kev what was your mailbag question <laughs> is the ice cream truck the original food truck and which restaurant would kill it as a food truck yeah well, the answer is yes. yes on both of those
2: i say no it was not the first original food truck
0: Oh, Kevin's not going to like that, I don't think. Because I think Kevin <laughs> thinks it might be the... But
2: I do agree. Like I never thought about it that way, but probably. I think it was a sandwich truck from Rhode Island. Yeah. Um, and then after that, they had things called roach carts that were for the army and construction sites.
0: Damn, facts. For
2: the facts.
0: <laughs> Damn,
2: facts.
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> well, can we get some dates on that, facts?
2: Because um, the ice
0: cream trucks have been around since... Uh, Jesus was a baby almost.
3: 1872, Providence, Bang. Rhode Island. Providence. Damn, dude, you're, you're, oh, that's why they call you facts.
2: There was a good, um, that was a good poll. That was just off the dome. You know the, you know the girl Sophia V from uh, Modern Family? Sophia they were, Vergara. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, a, there's a Netflix movie called Chef and it's about a food truck. <laughs> <laughs> and I recently watched it. <laughs> And they had some facts in there about food trucks.
0: Okay, that's tight. Uh, yeah, the second part would be obviously Ruth Chris Park City. Ruth's Chris Park City. If they had a Ruth, Ruth's, Ruth's Chris oh my God. food truck, I would call it right into our parking lot right so now. So listen,
2: Ruth's Chris was my favorite restaurant ever in Jacksonville. I lived literally walking distance from it. Would go to it, get it three times a week. I recently had it in downtown Atlanta, and it was not up to par. Jeez! Like, and I'm sorry to say it, and it was just like, I, I'm devastated to even say it. No, you just need to, you need, it's like. Uh, does that, Has that happened to you? But has that happened to you, like, with any of your favorite restaurants, you go to it yeah, somewhere Popeyes, else? Yeah, Popeye's,
0: dude. Like, Popeye's, <laughs> the variability in Popeye's is, are like. Ridiculous, and I used
2: to eat Popeyes like it was. I tell everyone, just in general, all the fast food in Canada is way better than the fast food here. Damn, dude. like the food tastes like a lot. Like the burgers at McDonald's there takes a lot fresher. I don't know if I'm just saying that, but it did to me. And I don't know. Well, the answer is Ruth Chris Park City. So if you ever get a chance to be up in Park City,
0: facts, you should definitely hit that one up. Is that Utah? That's yeah, Utah. Utah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the. Um,
2: That's one of the places I want to go.
0: Well, facts. Fact With the NIL ruling, what former NCAA basketball players jerseys would you buy? That's from Brendan Duvall. Well, Brendan, big country is whose jersey I would buy. Great answer. Yeah. Poke. He was a poke. uh, Yeah, he was a poke. And uh, he was like one of the first uh, Final Fours I ever remembered watching as like a young basketball fan. Like that one's, it was so colorful, man. All the schools were like super cool to watch on TV. It was like Arkansas, UCLA, Oklahoma State, and who am I forgetting? Maybe UNC? In that particular one. I think, maybe. Yeah. Um, Corliss Williams. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And Big Country on my TV screen looked like an alien. And uh, I just think the orange and the black would look tight. I would, I would rock the fuck out of, even today as a 36-year-old, a Big Country jersey.
2: I think for me, I would want Julius Peppers, UNC jersey. Oh, that's kind of tight. Except it's like sacrilege, but it's so tight, dude. Yeah, I think I
0: will want one of those.
1: I'll go Shout Chalky, just because it's everybody's favorite jersey guy. But a, a Grandmama UNLV.
0: Oh, that's super cool. That's that, I don't think that that's terribly Chalky, dude. I think um, I think that's got sex appeal there, dude.
1: A cat I loved in college. Biggest love college, hate pro disparity. You don't want to say hate. Biggest love college, not so much love throw disparity for me. Yeah. Carmelo Anthony, Syracuse University.
0: You hated him in college, love him in the pros? Ah, flip. Really? When he
1: won that natty for Cuse in, in 04, I was like, Okay.
2: Yeah, that was so lit. <laughs> this being, guy. being from New York and like watching that and like that whole thing just being televised and pumped up that. And then was he started lit. making money and making hated him. <laughs> Yeah, you know, why, why is that?
0: Typical real estate agent shit. <laughs> <laughs> but they want to make all the money. Carmelo Anthony wants to make some money too. Uh, do you see what he did in that ugly ass Syracuse uniform with the the outer space hoop around the basketball? Do you remember that with the weird S, the Skechers ass?
1: That, that is on the short. Yeah, but you said jersey and it's not on the jersey. I'm sorry.
0: I'm just talking about their uniform. This is the type of shit I'm talking about. I'm two, two joints deep. Dog, I'm trying on to be helpful. One. No, I appreciate it. Just show me the picture. Let me see. I'm
1: trying to get you the S on the on the Ooh, short.
0: MacLemore is a good jersey. You know what? He's a
2: coach now, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's unfair.
0: It, you know what? You're right. It's unfair. The jerseys were kind of tight. The shorts were incredibly cheap. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. Pistol Pete LSU anybody? Oh yeah, for sure. That'd be tight. I want the George. There was a George Mason guy that looked like he he was just a truck driver. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, remember him? Yeah. I looked him up recently, cause I was like, yo, that, that guy was like a football player. Like he was a grown man, dude. And he made a run in, I want to say like 2006. Does that sound right? Oh yeah, the Final Four run. Yeah, the Final Four run. And this kid was like a grown man out there. I would love his jersey.
2: What about, old, what about UVA jersey, old UVA guy? Who would you pick? Oh, uh, Adam Hall or Travis Watson sylvan landisberg <laughs> majestic map. why do you guys laugh at that i want a majestic or, or I, will or will harris will I, harris
0: i want a majestic map jersey
1: that's a great answer yeah, yeah, and yeah. that would be an and one yeah that would be
0: super tight yeah anyways can you can we tell the story about redacted and redacted and the trip to boston at 3 a.m i know that's can we tell that story real quick in the middle of the mailbag just because we're doing this today tell the story dude. you tell it okay so I, there was a guy, and I'll, I'm gonna treat it like I'm telling Taylor. Unfortunately, you guys have heard the story, but there was a guy I played college football with, and uh, he was prone to do impulsive shit. Like, he was a great dude. He was just prone to do impulsive shit. And he met this girl on Facebook and had a, like some sort of a relationship with her on Facebook. They were more than friends, they were north of friends. And one night, um, he decided he wanted to go see her at three in the morning in Boston. <laughs> in Boston. He, w- he wasn't drunk, okay? He drives to the bar. Um, there's some younger players milling around. Player number two is looking for a ride back to dorms. <laughs> um, and player number one says, I got a better idea. <laughs> I got a better idea. Let's go see this girl I'm hanging out with. And player number two says, where? And he goes, just get in, (laughs) just get in. Just get in. So he gets in, obviously. Why would you not? And they pull out of Charlottesville and the guy falls asleep. Player two. Player two falls asleep. Player one's man in the wheel. Of the rig that's headed to Boston, (laughs) and Flair Two wakes up and sees an exit for his house in In New New Jersey. Jersey. (laughs) Yo, and he says, "What the fuck is going on?" Yo, he says, "What's going on here?" Oh my god! (laughs) Thought you said we were going to hang out with a girl that you you, you're, you're hanging out with. We are. We are. They go up to Boston the rest of the way. Player is probably thinking maybe I could parlay something out of this. Maybe she's got friends, that sort of thing. What are we going to do there? Are we partying? No, we're going to her swim meet. So player two is dragged to a swim meet in the middle of the day. They haven't slept other than the time that he was kidnapped from Charlottesville, Virginia and driven 12 hours up to Boston. And uh, player number one sees her at the end of the swim meet in the fan section. Okay? Like where you meet the fans. And then he goes, okay, time to go home. and they drive back to Charlottesville of course player number two is like I've had enough of this shit let me off at home I want my mom dude so uh, he's dropped off in Jersey and player number one comes back and tells me the story that night Um, so I don't know how we got there but that's a story I wanted told here um
1: anyways how'd she do with the swim meet we
0: We don't know. That's the most fucked up thing about the whole thing. He didn't even talk
2: about how she how she did as a swimmer. No, but like the big part of the story was like him and the girl. Like really, that that little fan meet was the only interaction. That that was it, dude. Like that was it. (laughs) That was it, dude. And player two, like telling the story, was just like for him at that point. He was just like, I thought this dude was gonna at least like get to chill with this girl, like something, (laughs) and that was it so I just he's like to see it, it, it even pissed him off at that point <laughs> i just want i just wanted to see his face as they like ducked
0: under the rope in the fan section to go to the parking lot afterwards i mean like incredible incredible I, I incredible incredible simping that was imagine. the simple olympics dude that weekend um anyways best prank you ever devised but didn't go off or through with it this is from b donnelly yeah, I would say the one thing that almost went off that didn't was uh James Laronitis. Um James Laranitis, I had fucked with him, I put a thousand crickets ten thousand crickets in his car. Oh my god. Um I've told this story too many times, bubble wrapped it, the whole nine yards, but he was gonna get me back in a really spectacular way. We were gonna play Patriots in London that year. Game didn't go well, but I do remember this. Um I remember that when I found out what he was going to do, I don't know if I would have... I don't know how I would have reacted. He was going to... I had a Mercedes SUV at the time, leased, and um, he he had a shipping company ready to put it on a barge and bring it over to London, and it was going to be on the practice field when we got there (laughs) with a note that was like, figure it out. And at that point, I would have taken it out of park and rolled it into the uh, ocean there, Thames. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And just fucking and just fucking called State Insurance. Farm, you know. <laughs> cr- and cr- uh, <laughs> you know, because because that would have been the most brilliantly executed thing of all time for you to get my car to London. And I probably that would have t- taught me that would have showed me, and I wouldn't prank people anymore. But I've never been taught my lesson. Courtland Finnegan tried a few times, but. Oh, okay, last one, worst high panic attack. This is from our boy Kai. Kai sent like 36 really <laughs> good questions. I was like, Kai, I can't get to them all, brother. We need to fuck around and like hire Kai or something. Yeah. And I, I don't know if I, I never told you this story about the Patriots the night I signed with the Patriots. Never told you this story. <clears throat> so, um, remember how that spot opened up like when i was talking to the patriots i uh, i didn't think they had room for me they had like jabal sheer rob nikovich chandler jones of course and i was like okay i'm gonna be a fourth edge guy which should have triggered something in my head that like they're also gonna use just a three a lot but um i had almost moved on and then the chandler jones thing happened where he got in some trouble there i guess with the uh, you know, like synthetic marijuana or something, which is another reason we should be giving guys an opportunity to smoke the real stuff. So I signed with the Patriots like almost immediately once he's shipped out of there. They traded him or something to Arizona. That night, I decided to celebrate with uh, an edible, but it was one of the unmarked edibles, and I ended up having probably double what I'd usually have, and I am having a great buzz until it hits me. I'm sitting there watching Sports Center. And somebody's talking about Chandler Jones and the beginning of the end was him using that synthetic marijuana. And so I'm sitting there thinking to myself, what if I end up having to go to the hospital tonight night because I'm too high <laughs> and I make SportsCenter because the guy that was supposed to help replace Chandler Jones is, is a drug addict too. And I just start fucking panicking, dude. I'm just sitting there watching TV. I got to turn the TV off. I got to walk around. I'm having one of those like you know like fuck dude what the fuck this never happens and uh i actually have to wake my pregnant wife up at two in the morning and tell her that i need her help calming me down and uh i told her the reason why and i can only imagine she thought i was the biggest fucking idiot in the world and that's the dumbest i've ever felt on a panic attack because the absolute irony of it was if i would drove myself to the hospital that night and this lasted for almost 90 minutes um i would have been one of the lamest names in sports history.
1: Oh. Think about it. We wouldn't be here right now.
0: <laughs> no, we wouldn't, dude. Win bet, more like lose bet. More like yeah. more like what'd you say earlier? Nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't think of it. Our brains are broken. Um we we really left it out on the field today. Um, making feels exhausted. Have
2: fun in Montana, pal.
0: Yeah, Dr. fax.
2: Oh, nice! How long you in Montana for? Uh, a while, a while,
0: a while. Uh, but we wanted to get Fags back in the building, and listen, we're really excited to have a little bit more firepower around here. So,
2: and hey, congrats on the new deal, guys! Okay. thanks, We barely That's, talked about it today. Thank you. It's super awesome for you guys.
0: Thank you, uh, Nate. Make the last show in studio for a while. I'll see you on Zoom.
1: Yeah, I'll be in here. You'll be in Big Sky. That's right. Enjoy yourself.
0: They'll take care.